Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Radio FC. I'm your host, the Radio, and the ugliest Manchester United fan in the world. Welcome. As you can see on the screen, and if you're listening, I'm sorry, but we got a preview. Are we Leipzig versus Manchester United in the final fixture of Champions League play? Uh, it's like a, it's like a weird one. It's a weird one, guys. Definitely are a little, little scared in a way because it's a big game. Uh, the table is packed. Definitely packed. Obviously, we are in the group of death. For sure, in the Champions League. And as it sits right now, Manchester United is in first in the table with nine points. Right behind them in second, PSG with nine points. And our opponent this Tuesday, RB Leipzig, nine points. So definitely going to come down the wire. Wish it didn't come or have to end like this. Or have to have come to this. Obviously, the result in uh, Istanbul did not help. But it is what it is. We got to strap up, get out on that pitch, and perform and get a result. Obviously, Manchester United just need the one point to get through. RB Leipzig needs the one point to get through. The weird situation I was discussing with myself before I started recording was if PSG and Manchester United. Uh, were to tie, actually. Uh, Manchester United does have the goal difference advantage right now with 6 to PSG's 3. PSG, I think, would have to score 4 goals uh, if Manchester United were to get the 3 points versus PSG. If they're definitely going to get the 3 points against Istanbul. Then I think it would if they would tie the goal difference, I think it goes to the head-to-head and then we are tied there. But I think it would go then after to the scored which we are leading in thank you RB State Leipzig so that is good there's some positives already happening obviously we had West Ham this past weekend which was two different teams and who knows what we're gonna get this weekend or this this upcoming midweek game hopefully we do not have that because we definitely could have been three nil down at half I do not want to be three down, three nil down at half with RB Leipzig in Germany. We got some team news. Uh, the players that are going to be out and have been withdrawn from the club. Sorry if you're listening or just listening, but if you're watching, thank you. Uh, we got Edison Cavani that's going to be out, and Anthony Martial will be out in this game. They have been withdrawn from the squad. The injuries. I read the article, but I do not remember what it was, but they are not going to be available for this fixture. Also, Fred alongside them, but obviously for different reasons because of his red card. And uh, actually, Luke Shaw will be traveling with the squad, but there is no guarantee for him to be playing. Probably will end up on the bench. Maybe. Uh, David De Gea is also back, so we should see him in uh, the starting 11. He's also in my starting 11. We also have some uh, news for Leipzig. Leipzig has Obiam Meccano also out in the suspension for this game 
after the Istanbul game they played last week. Uh, Lucas Klosterman and Benjamin Henricks are also doubts for Leipzig. And uh, they did play by uh, Bayern Munich uh, this past weekend. They drew, so I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Probably a good thing for us. But that is the team news. So Obi-Wan will definitely be out. The other two, like I said, uh, Klosterman and Heinrichs. Hendricks are doubts. And also for us, like I already said, Cavani, Martial, Fred, all out. So that's the team news. Like I already just repeated for no reason. Now to my predicted 11. The setup formation will be a 4-2-3-1 as it was midweek. I'm doing pretty good with the formation predictions, but obviously not the lineup ones. But we got Big Dave in between the sticks. Alex Taylor's at left back. Aaron McGuire and uh, Lindelof as the center back pairing. Aaron Wambasaka at right back. I got Donnie Vanderbeek and Scott McTominay in midfield. Two. Uh, the three is going to be Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandez. And Juan Mata. And up top, I got Mason Greenwood. The reasonings, I guess, behind this, I actually wanted to. I'd rather play a 3 4 1 2 like we did against PSG because I think it actually would benefit us a little bit more because I think they're going to come out swinging because they're going to have to be. And I think that would benefit us on the counter. So I believe we did play with a 3-2 uh, or 4-2-3-1. So however it is, uh, I know they play this similar formation and have been playing the similar formation lately. So it's, they, they uh, I think it's Nagelsmann is the RB Leipzig's uh, manager. He's switched it up a bit, but we should be able to hopefully play this formation So, so I think we should be able to do a lot with this formation. Uh, obviously, with Cavani and Martial being out, we are a little slim up in the number nine position. That's why I actually have Mason Greenwood. I think it'd be very beneficial for him to play up top because he'll have less defensive, I guess, assignments or having to track back and help defend. Even though I think Erwan Bissaka will be fine on the right. Uh, but also with Juan Mata and Bruno Fernandez feeding the ball and then having in runs from Rashford, I think it's just a, a really good combo. And also we saw this this past weekend. This is when uh, we really turned it on against West Ham was this front four that we had. And I think it should be beneficial for us. Even though we're not trying to break a team down, we're going to be trying to counterattack. But like I said, with Bruno and Mata playing those just dink over balls, or any kind of killer ball they have in them, it's going to be very, very, very important for these guys to come off and to make that work. And I think it will work. Obi Makano is not in this game, even though he did have a not so good game against us last time out. But we should be able to take advantage of them not having one of their better center backs. Also, I went with the midfield two of McTomedy and Vanderbeek because I believe Vanderbeek is. More energetic. He's going to have to be more around the pitch. I would like Pogba to start, but I feel, though, that he probably 
isn't going to start because he did play mid or obviously this weekend, but also he did have a little weird landing like I brought up last um for the review for the West Ham game. So I'm hoping he actually comes off the bench because I think he might be more of a damage maker off the bench like Walmata was last week or this past weekend for us. So that's why I want Van Der Beek, like I said, more energy, trying to get the ball out of the press, helping out defensively. I think he'll be able to do that with, with Scott McTominay, obviously, who's just going to be a workhorse for us, or going to have to be. And Alex Tellez, again, we're going to have a lot of balls coming in from the right, and the person that's going to be on the left that's going to be helping that out is going to be Alex Tellez. So he should get the start. Like I said, though, Luke Shaw is going to be traveling with the team. Maybe he might get the start, but probably not. Probably not fit enough. I would like to play um, Tuanzebe in the mid uh, or in the center back pairing, but it's not going to happen. I thought it was going to happen this past weekend. Didn't happen. And yeah, so that is my formation and setup. And I think that's how we're going to be able to kind of expose them. They're going to press us, let's be honest. But they also can't handle the press. So it should be like an even matchup. I wouldn't be surprised also if uh, Jesse Lingard got involved since he's back and he should be fit for this as well. But I think he's going to come off the bench. So he might be a good replacement to, for uh, Mata on the right. So we do have some depth. So regardless of not having Cavani and not having Martial, we're also going to have depth uh, at left um, mid with uh, Daniel James, Oliangalo up top. So we do have people there. Uh, to replace it might even happen to where um, we might push Rashford up top and the pit Paul Pogba in that left mid position as well. So crazier things have happened. Ollie is definitely less. I, I don't want to say less predictable, but he's been a little bit more surprising in the way he's been playing certain players in certain positions. And he's more open to the risk. I feel lately uh, form wise. Uh, RB Leipzig have one draw, or let's go backwards. So they drew this past weekend, one, two after that, drew, and then one. So they're in pretty decent form. They're getting results. They're getting points. We are actually pretty good form for the league. But versus, actually, it's, yeah, I, I, think, I think I did this right. <laughs> uh, if you can't see this, obviously you're listening. It's... It's weird. Uh, but yeah, so we got one win, loss, win, win, win. So we were in pretty decent form. Obviously, the result against PSG, a top team in Europe, things happen. And we how we're going to conclude this, obviously, we're going to see our next matches, which are going to be Manchester City, Sheffield United, and then right after that, Leeds United. Don't, we're going to be done with Champions League for now. Hopefully, we'll be able to be playing in February. My predicted score isn't probably very optimistic. I'm going for a 2-2 uh, draw. I think there's going to be goals to be scored in this game. We'll probably go, uh, go down 1-0. But for some reason, it just happens. When we go down a goal or two, we just happen to just come back. And... I don't think it's going to be good enough against a good side. I think RB Leipzig is a really good side, actually. But against a good side like them, and it's not West Ham, it's not South um, Southampton. You know, this isn't just a uh, this is a top team in Germany, and I think they will be able to respond if 
if and when we go 2-1, like I said, I think we're going to go one nail down, score two, and then they'll probably get one back. And we'll end up with a draw. We'll also end up going through. Hopefully, PSG or uh, Istanbul can muster something up against um, PSG, even though you don't really want to hope that as a United fan. But in these days, or these trying days, that's what we got to hope for. We got to be positive. I'm hoping we get a great result, like a 4-0 or, you know, a 3-0. Something like that would be awesome. Don't think it's going to happen this time. I don't think RB Leipzig are going to be um, as, as naive as they were last time, as confident as they were last time. They're going to take us very seriously because they do not want to not get out of this group. They want to prove themselves as a very young club and progressing club to get through. So like I said, 2-2. Two -two. We get through, probably get <laughs> knocked out in the knockout stages, but we got to hope, we got to believe in Ollie and these lads. Yeah. What do you guys think? RB Leipzig versus Manchester United. If there's any RB Leipzig fans out there, what do you guys think about your side? Manchester United, Red Devils, what are we thinking? How are we going to play? What's your formation? And how are we going to win? I've been the Radio. This has been the Radio FC's preview of the Manchester United versus RB Leipzig Champions League final fixture. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys in the review of this game. And in a couple of days, we'll be reviewing the El Salvador versus U.S. men's game as well. Hope to see you guys there. Have a good one. Cheers.